genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 57, quite possibly the greatest writer's block minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm Alex Thompson, the Golgothan shit demon. <laughs> oh, we're so glad you could be here today. It was surprising when you arrived in my toilet, but it was a welcome surprise. <laughs> uh, I yep. mean, who's gonna? I don't know who's gonna clean this up because <laughs> this is it's it's a mess. Anyway. <laughs> Not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff, maybe you just stop podcasting from the bathroom. Um, I assume. <laughs> Like that Golgothan, you know, the explosion coming out of the bathroom? I guess it's just an overflowing toilet at this point. We don't know. Yeah, the, over, the overflowing yeah. toilet. I assume that's, that's what uh, some people's houses look or hotel rooms look like uh, from the Movies by Minutes event three months ago after the hot wings. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's what a couple I, bathrooms look like. <laughs> I partook of that event, and honestly, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, I, it's funny. I left that going man celebrities are wimps like uh, i ate the, i ate the 10 i ate the high end sauce and yeah. it, like it, it it wasn't pleasant but like i certainly wasn't about to fight someone like Idris Elba was or you know oh, i mean i i'm the total opposite i could have eaten i could have had the one and you would have been peeling me off the ceiling like i can't i i told chris this i go sometimes i can go to the diner and get like chicken fingers and they put barbecue sauce in there, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's a little spicy for me." <laughs> so, like, um, I like doing trivia, but you know what? I don't like doing puking on the table. So, <laughs> there was, I there think was I can no do way I was heat. getting up there. You can do the. Heat. I think you I can do, do the, the heat, but I can't do the. Uh, well, not the trivia either, but I can't do the day after the heat. The day after the heat, I get a hangover. I get a hot wing hangover. He gets a hot wing hangover. <laughs> He's drinking 13 beers tonight. Recording. He's gonna have a hot wing hangover. <laughs> I've called out of work with a hot wing hangover. That's how bad it gets. <laughs> I got. I got a hot wing hangover. I got the meat sweats. Speaking of things going in the toilet, I'm I'm watching the beginning of this minute and just thinking like, you know, movie effects work. Some sometimes you're just doing like, oh, all right, we gotta shoot somebody, so we need blood, to, you know, to come out of his shirt. And sometimes you're told, I want a toilet to overflow. Like, oh, okay, uh, we'll overflow. No, like, I want a fountain of poop to overflow the toilet. <laughs> and so you've got to go do proof of concepts on that. Like, let, let, do I want? Because the, the poop that we see here is kind of glossy, at, at least at this point. This this appears to still be practical poop. It's got some chunks in it. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw this at a Golden Corral one time. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strawberry in it. <laughs> so somebody, of course, had to you know, whip up five different preparations for what this might look like. You know, What it yeah. might look like for the poop overflowing the toilet. They had to run it by their supervisor and go, do we like the one that's got the kind of the greener tint to it or this yeah. browner <laughs> one? Ooh, I like the chunks in that one, but I like the, the sort of the glossy coat that's on that one there. Or you bring and it to somebody they and they're like, to- hey, it looks good, but it's coming out too slow. Mm, we need it to be 30% yeah. faster coming out. <laughs> <laughs> do you want little jets coming off of it? No, 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 that's too much. That's gilding the lily. Really. Yeah. Do you want any anything to be able to be seen in it? Should we throw a, a you know a, a thing of corn in there? Like no, no, no. We don't. Let's not. We don't want to pull focus from you know Salma Hayek and Chris Rock talking about why she's stripping. 
do you need toilet paper in this at all? <laughs> I love that this is less than one second of this minute, and we just got five <laughs> minutes of content out of it. <laughs> if I told everybody, they'd be like, hey, tell all your overflowing toilet stories. I, as we proved earlier in the week, we got them. Yeah, and I even cut them off. I couldn't go any further. <laughs> well, because there's the one you tell on a podcast, and there's ones that are not for public consumption because they're so bad. True. Like, listen, I can tell you about the ones when I was in the Air Force overseas. You don't want to hear those stories. Mm -mm, mm -mm. As anyone who's heard me do any MXM shows can tell you, I've generated content off of far less than one second of a a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I think we have to. Yeah. Listen, I I have done this long enough where I'm very certain that I could do anything. Like, I could talk about anything at this point. Just like, hey, if uh, you talk about, we don't half the time we don't even talk about what's on the screen. I can't. Every podcast we are you referring to this minute that we're not talking about, (laughs) including this minute (laughs) and the last minute and the minute before that. So the muse is saying she's basically the same as Chris Rock. Is that apparently in heavy? Everybody's pissed off about their positions. You know, she's mad because she was a muse and she's not getting credit. He was mad because he was left out of the Bible. And then you got Azrael's pissed off because, you know, he feels, we'll find out later, he's feeling like he's being treated unjustly. It feels like they got an HR problem up in heaven. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, it wouldn't like, be HR, right? Because they're not human. Well, Chris Rock is, but. So it would be like, uh, or maybe it's both. Maybe AR. it's uh, HA resources. ER, <laughs> ethereal yeah. resources. Yeah. <laughs> or it could be, still be HR, heaven resources. Ah, there you go. <laughs> ah, you just fixed it. See that? <laughs> problem solved. Uh, it, it does a quick uh, shot to Bethany when they're talking about that, and she has the look on her face that like I would have, because forget for a second these are ethereal beings or whatever talking. These are two people talking about like shit happening at their work, mm-hmm. and the, like you don't care about, and you're just like uh, and you don't um, even know the lingo half the time. I, I, when people start talking yeah, about their own work, you don't know the lingo. It's two accountants talking about you know very detailed parts of what they're doing on the latest you know right. thing at work, and you're sitting there going. I, I don't know what anything you're saying means. Like <laughs> it, you're, you're using a lot of abbreviations. I don't know. It's my yeah. wife's face whenever I'm at dinner with her and any one of my friends that's not also somehow connected to her. And we talk about anything. If I'm talking about work with my work friends or baseball with anybody or any of the minutia of podcasting, it just... Zzz- Glaze. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'll tell you right now, nothing will glaze the room over faster than start talking podcasting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Either you get it or you don't, and if you don't, yeah. you really don't. Yeah, yeah. yes. I would, I would say the asterisk on that is it either glazes the room over or they get really enthusiastic because they're yes. like also podcasters. Well, or they do the or they do the if if they're not podcasters but they're podcast listeners, they'll mm-hmm. say, oh. Well, what podcast do you do? And then you tell them what you do. Oh, and now then, I have to. No, I, I gotta I've talk. learned. I, I, I don't have enough social confidence to actually describe my to describe <laughs> movies by minutes at all. I it's what tough. I what I fall back on now is a lot of times I'll say like, oh, we cover the Kevin Smith movies. Like I don't say that we like we do it minute by minute, right. unless somebody now if somebody's like really genuinely interested and they do a follow up, then yeah, I'll explain it to them. But if like they're just trying to basically say like, what do you do? 
like you know. I, I have i've had people that just can't get it like um you talk <laughs> about it for one minute and i'm like no we talk about no, one minute of the movie that happened to me i was <laughs> describing it to someone and he sounded really enthusiastic about it and then i realized oh no he's got it backwards he thinks that we talk about the entirety yeah. of galaxy quest in a minute for one minute yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 no! We're we're doing the other way around, sir. And then and you can see whenever going, they, oh, whenever oh, somebody oh, thinks that, I was like, "What do you think exactly the logistics behind that podcast would be?" Right. That's also, basically. Well, well, I mean, that's basically you know, that's, that's honest trailers, basically, right? That's, yeah, but I mean, like, especially like, at least that's a visual medium. Like, well, who listen to a one-minute podcast? Mean, I mean, you'd have to do like fifteen of them to make it like a vi, or you'd have to do at least a handful of them to make it viable at all. I mean, I don't know how you go about producing the volume, but I could definitely see if a feed like that existed with like a thousand of them. That yeah, I could throw that on for a while. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like you could, them you couldn't even out, you know them them you, shit out like a minute on Jaws and a minute on Dogma and a minute on Independence Day. You know, over and over again. But but yeah, producing that is is madness. Oh yeah, no thanks. Ooh. Produce, producing this is already enough of a problem. Yeah. 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 All that off of the look from Linda Fiorentino. See, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a couple looks in this scene in particular where clearly they chopped 10 minutes of Kevin Smith dialogue, meandering Kevin Smith dialogue into 40 seconds of it and needed a way to ellipsis some bullshit that didn't happen. There's a like a reaction shot that I noted of Chris Rock doing like a surprise face at 54 seconds about something that he should absolutely not be surprised about. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Oh, okay. uh, oh, I don't want to gloss over the fact that she, she got a body for 50 bucks. No, 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 no. She said she's, that was, that was basically her care pack. Her co- going to earth care package was a body and 50 bucks. Yeah. You got that body. You don't need not 50 Not that bucks. the Salma Hayek body was a $50 body. Yeah. Because if that, that was the thing, I was like, what was the hundred dollar body then? Yeah. <laughs> Cary Grant. <laughs> I knew it. Listen, I set it up and I didn't think you were going to hit it. And then you just let it sit there. <laughs> I was drinking. I was drinking part of my beer when I when you said it. And I, I tried to swallow quick enough, but it wasn't fast enough. <laughs> and, and just in case if you were wondering, is God uh, a little bit of a jerk? Um, he gives his muse writer's block. So they're only allowed to inspire other people and they can't do anything on their own. Yay! <laughs> It's like no, I, I it's just ma- it's, it's just as good for you to be popular. I don't care if I am. I'm still maintaining <laughs> divine you know, there's it's a divine plan, right? If God said serendipity, you can go to earth and then serendipity goes to earth and becomes, you know, the greatest screenwriter, then serendipity is not in position to be at this bar at this at this shitty dive, you know, dive hole strip bar in Podunk middle of the country. To meet up with uh, Bethany and the gang. The last side. Well, yeah. It's it all, depends on it's how all you. Part of the plan. It depends on how you see dogma. Yeah, or right. I feel like I'm about to do the scene from Signs where he talks about whether you believe in fate or not. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> there's two ways to look at it. If you look at it like this is how it's all supposed to play out no matter what, then everybody's just walking the steps they're supposed to. The way that dogma presents it to you is that yes, there is a divine plan, and that Azriel, through his machinations, stepped in and screwed it up. And we talked about this earlier, Chris, of I said, if that part's true, where they remove God from the equation, if this is heaven's backup plan, heaven sucks. Like, this is all they got? Where? Nothing? Well, you, like, the you rest of you God, got nothing? 
I feel like when you have God, you don't need a backup plan. You don't expect them to go do what. Just well, happened. I feel like after this, they need to have like a little brainstorming <laughs> yeah. session well, and say may, like, "Whoa, maybe what's I would say, so I might say, if you're asking like, "Is this the plan, or is this not the plan?" Going back to that theology thing from earlier in the week, the answer is kind of. Yeah, if, it's always if that's <laughs> if that interpretation makes it work for you. Yes, it's a plan, or no, right. it's not a plan. Yeah. Uh, the answer is of, yeah. yes and no. Maybe I'm thinking about that though. I think the other thing we're led to believe is the disappearance of God. They're trying to somehow keep it quiet. That's what you're led to believe, which is why, like, I feel like if God was captured somehow, like all the other angels should they be like being prepared to like defend heaven. Like they at this point they don't know what's going on. Yeah, like it's going to be I, another forty five minutes before we find out what's going on. Yeah, I think the disappearance of God is being kept quiet. I guess in the theory that like I, I think they said that Lucifer you know what this might is? try to take the might try and take heaven if this um, is this is nine to Lucifer five with angels. God's not there. <laughs> it's nine to five. That's all said. this yeah. is. Yeah, they, they're they're hiding <laughs> the boss, <laughs> and they're all trying to like do stuff behind the scenes. <laughs> Sorry, I got I got lost in Sama Hayek's eyes because she was talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so let's get into the whole God's a woman thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is an odd thing that this is just a, a conversation that's like odd and doesn't really. I mean, I guess it it adds something to what happens at the end about the whole. Everybody, for the most part, you either refers to God as like a masculine or as nothing, you know, as an it. But I would say most people refer to God. They say He. Well, it depends on and your. Then, re- it depends on your religion. If we're talking about the Judeo-Christian God, which this seems to be more patterned after, that is typically a He. Um, but honestly, I think if we all, if I sat down and really had a conversation with people, you really shouldn't be saying He. And now it's one thing if you're referring to like if you're doing again if you're in the Christian faith and you're referring to like Jesus specifically. I understand why you're going with mm-hmm. He. But like if you're referring to the almighty God, I think you should be just saying God or, I mean, if you want to get into modern terms, perhaps they. Like, mm. But it's it's not, I think he is definitely not it. Like, I would be terribly surprised if I pass on to the other side and God is of either gender. I'd be like, wow, I did not see that coming. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, spoiler for much, much later in the movie, but Chris Rock's going to say it. You know, she's not really anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, you know, that makes this conversation even like make more again, sense. <laughs> again, it's the point. It's the point of whatever finite limita- limitation of the infinite makes it work for you. Go with that. If he work, if he makes it all click in your brain, go with he. If she yeah, makes it click go, in your brain, Adam well, you know what? I'll say the end of this minute, the last fifteen seconds, points us it's more to the ex- problem. Yeah, where she says the problem all oh, sure. elders right. are men, so they yeah. added their male perspective. Yeah. Everybody and their wrote self, their male, yeah. their male self importance, exactly. and yeah. and and the one thing that has not changed in the last two thousand years is when you allow men to write everything, they don't know how to write women. Yeah, <laughs> that is true too. You're right. There is there is nothing better oh, than watching movies. A slightly less now, but certainly like years ago, you watch a movie that has female characters in it. Written by men, and you're like, "What the? F- who the hell acts like this? <laughs> like you, you guys didn't know one woman that could read this script, or you did, and she read it, and she was like, uh, this is disgusting.' And you're like, "Yeah, we're gonna make it anyway. I don't care what you this, say. This is not a woman. <laughs> this is a plot device with tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure what's, she what's the thing they say? The right time, they were like, it. "You have not written a good character if you can replace her with a lamp.'" 
<laughs> well, that's the that was the Alien thing, right? They wrote some of the best female characters ever in Alien because, as originally written, they were not written with genders. No, they were just think, the names. Uh, that's why the names are like Ripley and Dallas and, and, Ripley and stuff like that, and so forth. They cast wow, who they cast, and and then said, "Okay, so you're Ellen Ripley because you're you're yeah. a woman." It's it's the I wish now sometimes. People have to be certain genders or yeah, whatever. Yeah, sometimes, to make sometimes s- your plot requires it, but if your yeah. plot doesn't explicitly require... Another, yeah. So, like, Night of the Living Dead, the original, is kind of the same thing. Of Like, it didn't matter who the characters were. Mm-hmm. So, like, he hires... Oh, what's his name? Dwayne... Shit. I can't remember his name. Um, I can't believe you know he hi- you. I'm pretty sure it's Dwayne something. I can't remember what it is. He hires <laughs> him, and then they're like, oh, this movie's all about race. And he's like, well, it wasn't going to be. He's like, but once you hire a black actor and it's the 60s yeah it becomes that just mm-hmm. you know yeah. it just that's what happens you you hire somebody in and you know it changes the dynamics yeah so for any writers out there trying to figure out how to write women just start with just fucking write them don't yeah. Yeah. don't start with some preconceived idea in your um, uh, again unless your plot explicitly requires for whatever reason yeah. this character is a woman yeah. just just fucking write them and I would say I, I like to take the Stephen King advice on when somebody reads something you wrote, whether it's a novel or a screenplay or whatever. Say, if you have a couple people read it and they all give you the same feedback on a character, like they all tell you um, this girl's a plot device with tits, you need to change it. Mm-hmm. His basic rule is if he has four people read it, if three people tells him, no, you got to change this, then he has to change it. He's like, if it's two and two, Ty goes to the author and he doesn't change mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's reasonable advice because if one person reads something, you know, if anyone's reading something, they're kind of bringing their own perspective to it sure. and at least as much any of their criticism is is just like just their opinion being focused through the filter of your screenplay. So, you know, if someone's, you know, very into feminism and like looking for female equality they're gonna be more inclined to see any opportunity to jump on that but like right. yeah if a second person is also giving you that same feedback think about it at, yeah you might want to reevaluate what you're doing it. yeah yeah like no one's telling you you got to change it like we're not mm-hmm. we're not pooping on your stuff but like everybody's seeing it <laughs> it just might on, be we're there not, we're not pooping on your floor we're not poop monstering on it <laughs> <laughs> all right does anybody have anything else to say about this amusing minute you're welcome you're welcome. <laughs> um, I did note uh, it's very fortunate, I guess, for a lot of um, props departments and continuity departments and editors that beer bottles are frequently basically opaque. Which I uh, think is the reason why this got brought up on another podcast. Was I on maybe – was I listening to Batman and maybe they talked about, oh, every time I watch these American movies, they always have, they always have bottled beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. It's not all about like – well, all we drink is bottled beer. It's it's about like nobody wants to have a glass of beer. It's a pain in the ass to keep that at the same yeah thing the whole time. Yeah. Up down up down. Yeah, I, that I do remember from a behind the scenes on this is like in the, the one scene Janine Garofalo is in. She was apparently really fastidious about like keeping her cigarette at the right length for the scene, and Kevin Smith was super impressed about it because like no one else does that. Well, and he should know all about it because I had to watch Chasing Amy. Mm-hmm. When all people oh did was God. smoke the entire movie. 
Mm-hmm. Constantly. I feel Constantly. like I got lung cancer just from watching it. <laughs> I know. If we we had, we were doing minute by minute, and I think more minutes had cigarettes in them than more. Than, there was more. There was more minutes with people smoking than people not smoking, and usually yeah. multiple people smoking at the same time. Right. Right. You'd have like a scene with four characters, and at least three of them are smoking. We started counting in the beginning and gave up. That's how <laughs> bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that movie's rated R for smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like X. now I I never see anyone smoke. It's so rare right. now. It's like, well, I have, but even it's villains. funny. You, you'll get a warning in the beginning of a show now that says mm-hmm. uh, smoking, like nudity and smoking. Yeah, that's why every time they make a period piece now, and I'm like, yep, this is a lie. Not everybody's mm-hmm. smoking. Right, right, right. Well, you watch Peaky Blinders, everyone should be smoking at the same time during that. <laughs> so, like, for example, I was trying to rack my brain just now thinking, like, in the MCU... Who smoked? Hmm. I feel like nobody. Nobody even Nick has like Fury a cigar. I feel like Obadiah had a cigar. In you can the get first away with Iron a, Man, but, but you I don't get away remember with a cigar. if it was even yeah. lit. He yeah. had a cigar I feel like, in his mouth. I feel like in the comic books, Nick Fury had a cigar, but I know yeah. Samuel I, Jackson. There may well, have been like, in some of the Guardians stuff. There may have been like futuristic space smoking, <laughs> like Star Wars smoking. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like something that clearly this is meant to be analogous for, you know, smoking a hookah or smoking a cigarette or something in the background of a yeah. scene. But it's different enough that we, you know, we can get away with anyone taking issue with cigarettes. Well, but, according to the Internet, Disney currently has a ban that says the MCU cannot have smoking in it. I believe it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that's like, I'm sure you could get a pass if you had to, if you really felt like it was somehow... Absolutely vital this happened, but like honestly, is it? <laughs> like uh, the only I mean, per- it's the impossible. Only things- it's impossible for me to believe that. Like, imagine like that entire Avengers lineup in like a F- Infinity War. You're telling mm-hmm. me none of them smoke? I find that impossible to believe. Well, the only <laughs> characters I can think of where are one. The only situations I can think of are one characters where like it's kind of it's part of their. Ca- it's a character trait. Logan Wolverine smokes, and Wolverine I think does smoke in a couple of the X Men movies, which I know are not yeah. MCU, but uh, he does smoke a cigar. Uh, you know, John Constantine. At least I don't know what if they're gonna ever. Who knows? DC right. can't get their heads out well, of their I mean, asses. Um, apparently, Lobo, it also says. Yeah, if you ever I mean, get Lobo on screen, Lobo smokes cigars. I think cigars are going to be much more common than cigarettes, even. Yeah, and they said yeah. apparently Marvel has had already been phasing that out, even in their comics lines, mm-hmm. because the editors had already said, like, no, we're not doing this. I mean, it's one of those. Let me. T- this is how important it is. Have you ever watched them, an MCU movie and been like, man, I wish people were smoking in that? Like, <laughs> the only again, reason where I would maybe find it weird is if they have is when they have period scenes so like like when if you were watching the agent carter (laughs) tv show i would have expected at least one person be smoking in that office people should be smoking well that should be smoking like as misogynistic as that show is it was no near no way near as misogynistic as it should have been oh no yeah yeah. i mean of course like you're not gonna have anybody it's a, a office full of men and douchey alpha men at at the most and you have her working there. Now, I realize that she could beat the crap out of all of them. But, like, they don't know that. Yeah, and, at least you know, not at first. It wouldn't be as much as, like, oh, hello there, doll. No. There'd be someone day one that would do something that, in today's environment, would get you fired and scorched right. on social media. Oh, yeah. Day yeah. one, someone would have 
would have sexually assaulted. Oh yeah, somebody's and, got their hand somewhere, and their nose would... broken, and gotten their nose broken for it. And then yeah. the rest of the office maybe would have learned. Oh, actually, don't. Yeah. Don't. Somebody would put their hand her, somewhere it shouldn't be, the and they would. Ne- they won't yeah. be using that hand again for a month. <laughs> yeah. Now see, we were technically. Yeah, one of the things on the table, I did know in one of the other shots, uh, they did have they had a few brands of beer. One of them was an MGD, which I'm not sure if it still exists anymore. I, I noticed a Red Dog, which I don't think exists anymore yeah. either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can get your get a you probably get an IPA of it though. Yeah, you yeah. might. <laughs> I'm surprised like that they didn't just um, do uh, like a uh, like a like a fake brand that. Yeah, yeah, the same like way that like he, Kevin Smith has his his uh, cigarette brand and and yeah. Tarantino has I'm wondering his in universe cigarette brand. You think you don't do it in this scene because like you actually want people to pay attention to what they're talking about. You don't want it to be like people looking at the beer like what the hell is this? Well, I th- I think you could do it. You just if if you had already established and I guess the earlier the only movie that might have really established having beer in it would have been maybe Chasing Amy. Uh, you know, because obviously mall rats is in a mall where you're not like. Yeah, to have I mean, beer. They, yeah, they drink beer and Chase and Amy, and they have mixed drinks too. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, a Jersey convenience store um, would that have been selling beer? That would have been sold nope, at a liquor no. store. Liquor stores. So, liquor store. Yes, that would have been sold at a liquor store, so there wouldn't have really been an opportunity for it. If there had already been established an in-universe beer brand, then I think maybe you could have gotten away with just having the labels here. The same way that now. In the Viewisk universe, you just have movies as the fast food place, and it can just be right. in the background, just like yeah, it's in a scene that has nothing to do with like the food. Just normal. a character, you know, is throwing away their movies wrapper or something. Yeah, yeah, he's really grown into that movies thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, because it's a it's a golden cow. <laughs> Biblical <laughs> symbolism. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that he's making. Yeah, he's making forty pieces of silver off of it these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, we've reached it. the end. Yeah, we've reached the end of our... Uh, I mean, we haven't done anything. The only cutaways we've had are to the gang uh, earlier in the week and to some bubbling of poop a few times. Yeah. yeah. So I hope, you've, hope you've enjoyed that. There's been three minutes of, of <laughs> mostly Salma Hayek uh, info dumping. Listen, you can do worse. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't complain speak, about that. Speak, yeah, speaking of dumping. Yeah, if, listen. <laughs> it's like I said before. Like Earlier in the movie, we had info dumps from Alan Rickman. I mean, if you're going to info dump at me, it helps to be, like, either super talented or famous or very attractive. It helps, honestly, if you're just yeah. if you're going to just... Yeah, th- this movie does <laughs> represent a bit of a step forward for Kevin Smith in terms of casting. Like, I know there's a couple people in Chasing Amy, a couple of, you know, faces and names, but, like, boy, the cast gets much closer to A-list in this film. And then I know Jay and yeah. Bob has a lot of people, but they're, you know, they're wink-wink cameos. Like this is you know this is a straight up role for Alan Rickman and Selma Hayek and Chris Rock and everybody else, you know. Plus, plus Kevin Smith's usual ding dongs are are here. But <laughs> all right, I've reached out. You want to give your uh, plugs there, Alex? One last time, whatever you got left. Sure, one last time. Galaxy Quest minute, Independence Day minute, all completed, all bingeable on podcatchers near you. We are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're on DoingGenre.com. We did Clerks, we did Mall Rats, we did Chasing Amy, we are working our way through Dogma. You got anything else, Chef? Uh, of course, as it's Friday, I will give you a reading. Uh-huh. John nineteen seventeen, and he bearing his cross went forth into a place called the Place of a Skull, which is called in the Hebrew 
Golgotha. Little tease for next week. <laughs> Who's that? Everyone.